All right, John, how are you feeling? Good. I think good. Feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait. So, what are we talking about? Just general content creation yeah. thing, or yeah. Okay. No, I'll just uh, let the conversation dictate the uh, the topic. Okay. And uh, we'll just have fun. It's not your first rodeo. Yeah. Mr. Podcaster, Mr. Expert <laughs> Podcaster guest. You're an expert podcast guest now. Guest, yeah. <laughs> expert guest. Hi, this is Chelsea. This is Michael, and we are Coffee with Creators. Come sit with us, and let's talk about content creation and all things creative. So welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Coffee with Creators podcast, and I am your host, Michael. My co-host, Chelsea, is on vacation. She's doing okay, but she's on vacation right now, so it's going to be just me holding down the fort. But today's not going to be too lonely because I have a special guest with me. And this guest is actually a, a friend of mine. I've known him through Instagram for the last, I'd say almost a year, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe less, but just about around that time. So um, please welcome to the podcast, Mr. John Imperial. Hey, hello, everybody. Hey, Michael. Like that fanfare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always like collapse every time I speak, you know? <laughs> okay. I got some more of that if you want. <laughs> On cue. <laughs> On cue. There you go. Hey. All right, John. Well, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Good. I'm very excited to be here. I've always wanted to are be really? on Coffee with Creators, even before <laughs> I was friends with you. It's like, oh, that would be was a that dream your only come goal? true. Yeah. <laughs> so after this, I'm done with content creation. This is it. I've reached the pinnacle. Of no, I thought I thought you were creator. done with our friendship just because oh. you're. you're <laughs> well, that too. I'm done. Yeah, that too. Okay. <laughs> All right, John. Well, please introduce yourself to the audience. I'm sure everyone would like to know what you actually do and how, you know, what your content revolves around and just, you know, a little introduction about yourself. Yeah. Um, my name is John Imperial. I'm an architect in Anchorage, Alaska, and, and about for about two years now, I started this content creation journey. I basically make videos on YouTube about, I like to say life, tech, and architecture. Life being like just an overall encompassing things like life. It's everything. So basically create about things that inspire me that is just very interesting to me. And I just tend to share that on YouTube. Was YouTube your and first um, yeah. and Instagram? Okay. But which one came first? Which was your first uh, dabble um, in social media? It definitely was YouTube because I think just like everyone else, when you first create content, right? You don't want to share it with people, you know, <laughs> you want to not <laughs> let them know that you're doing this thing. So I started YouTube first and my Instagram was pretty much a personal thing until I would say last year was when I really like made it public and shared it. Opened it to people, I guess. That's like actually that's kind of different because I'd say you're brave for starting YouTube. Most people that I know, myself included, I first had to gather up the courage to start mm -hmm. a YouTube channel, and the first thing that I did was basically start Instagram. You know, kind of started off with showing products in my space, and then eventually inserted my face into the pictures. And yeah. that was like the hardest thing because I didn't want people to see who I was. So from that perspective, it's kind of, it's very different that you started YouTube first. Cause obviously you have to, well, you don't have to, but you, you've shown your face basically yeah. on YouTube. And it's easier to, I guess, at least you have some, if you started Instagram, 
you at least have an easier, not easier, but you have a audience, a base audience that hopefully can follow you on YouTube. But yeah, no, you know I'm, I'm usually the guy to just not want to. I'm more confident when I'm not around with family. I'll just say that or people I know. So when yeah, I'm talking too, to actually. other people, I'm more confident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird because it feels like they know you well enough that when they see you doing something different, which is showing, you know, presenting yourself to the world, basically, um, you're you're tapping into like this other side of you, right? Like the side that's a little bit more confident, a little bit more um, like, you know, how they, you know, how they say that on camera, you have to do bigger things like to express things. Like yeah, when your, yeah. your expression has to be bigger because it doesn't somehow translate on camera. And like I'm doing it right now. I'm very. I'm, if you're watching this video, it's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 very comical right now when I, when I move. Yeah. And but it, it's like the only way that for you to really show true emotion or for that to come across, basically the media, which is weird because I feel like a clown right now. I'm like moving yeah. around. But um, I think that's that's is that why you feel kind of embarrassed that when you're when you're with friends. I think so. Yeah, and just like the imposter syndrome is stronger with people you know because they know you the best and so it's easier for them to be able to call you out when you're like oh no you're you, you don't live your life that way you know <laughs> like for example like, what if i talk about minimalism right and i just talk about minimalism on my channel and people are like you have so much gadgets there's no way you're a minimalist you know like things like that it's just easier Actually, for people who are closer to you to call you out you know right but do you think that people will call you out though or is uh, it no, just a fear? They wouldn't have the, the guts to call me out. <laughs> you see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. not even brave to call you out because you're doing you, already you're doing something that's much more courageous than anyone else. You yeah. Know, which is basically uh yeah, sharing your stuff, sharing your content, sharing yourself yeah. like um to the world. And that is very scary, right? And that's yeah. why a lot of people don't even start their own YouTube channel or their own Instagram because they're just scared. And I get it. Like there's no need to explain why it's scary. There's a number of different factors, but to to what John said, I think it's important for people to remember that our fears, usually, like what John said, you people might judge him, people might call him out. It doesn't really happen, to be honest. It doesn't really happen. And so how do you feel right now, John? Do you feel like you're at a point where you're e it's easier for you to share with your family and friends what you do or even your video, your channel? Um, How do you feel about that? Yeah, it, it it's definitely easier, especially now that, spoiler alert, like I left my job. You know, they're like, oh, what are you doing now? What are you doing? It's like, it's easier, but at the same time, there's also that pressure of, because I care about them, I want them to understand. They're not asking me why I'm doing it or how this content creation is working out. Like, how does how do you get money on it? How do you get paid? Like, why are you leaving your steady income for this you know like they're they care that's why they ask and I, sometimes i feel like i just had to i have to explain more now because mm, i, I left my job wherein before it was just like it looked more like a a side gig or like a hobby which in don't a way don't you think they'd be excited about is. that though oh yeah they are but they're just like how does that work and I'm I like, see. yeah, you get tired of like explaining. Maybe I should create a video. <laughs> and ask my you family to like an, an unlisted video. Yeah. That you only share with your family and friends explaining what you do. Yeah. And how it works, you know. Yeah. And how so, it works. Yeah. In that sense, 
yeah, it is. But it's easier to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely easier. But with when it comes to Instagram, there's still a struggle for me. Like, I don't want it to be. I, I would say it's 50-50 right now, my, my Instagram. That it's still pretty personal. I still try to post, like, personal things on there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, I'm just trying to share who I am and things I care about. So if I want to post a picture of me and my wife at a beach, I would post it still. I know some people are super, like, constrained by, oh, I just have to stay on the look of my grid and all of that, which is yeah. fine. That's their strategy or that's what they want. But for me, I still want to be able to connect with my real not real, yes, everyone's real, but like my friends and my family who are following me on Instagram too. You know, I care about them too, yeah. Could it be that I think that's the more, like you would feel less of an imposter if you did that because what you're sharing is real life, right? Like I get what you're saying. When I first started sharing my office space, I felt like an imposter and the only reason I felt like an imposter, because not, none of that was fake. None of the things that I shared were fake. Um, I just felt like an imposter when I would hear comments from people saying, your office space is great. You have the, the best job in the world. And me knowing that that's not the case, you know, um, yeah. that was the biggest struggle for me. It's like, how do I make people understand that this space just looks pretty from certain angles? You know what I mean? And so I started sharing more of like the messier side of things and I got a lot more comfortable. And then now it's like, I'm not afraid to share. Like, so how does your cable management look like right now? It sucks. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. I'm not afraid to share that yeah. because I'm just like you, I'm like, I'm like a regular dude. I have some tools that I think can help manage that. And that's what I'm sharing. But what I don't want people to think is that I'm perfect because I yeah. definitely am not, I would love to be perfect, but I'm not. So do I you feel it's uh, weird that, at, at least for me right now, and I think it's pretty similar to you, like, we although our, you share about your regular life, I think we still post more about the social media stuff, right? But, like, mm-hmm. when I meet with people, my friends or whatnot, or we have a conversation, a lot of what they comment on are the social media stuff. And they're like, <laughs> hey, aren't you at 14,000 subscribers now? I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes he, uh, he actually said 12. I'm like, uh, yeah, 14, actually. And he's like, <laughs> he corrected them. Yeah. <laughs> Should but have pushed him first. How dare but, you? Yeah. But it's just like <laughs> so weird. That's like, man, this is what we're talking about. It's like, oh, I saw your desk. I'm like, oh, thank you. It is weird. I, I admit. I actually, I don't as much as possible. Not that I avoid it, but I don't ever bring it up when I'm, whenever I'm in the presence of my friends and family. I don't ever bring up my work. Just yeah. because just because there's so many more things to, that I would like to talk about. And I'm more of the person who asks what they're doing, how they're, yeah. you know, how they're doing, than, than talk about what, I, what I'm doing and what I'm going through. But obviously, when they ask, I, I, I don't shy away from it. Yeah. Um, sorry, I don't know if you can hear the garage door opener. Yeah. Sounds My nice. wife is, I already told her, I said, I'm recording. Yeah. <laughs> and then, brr, you see that? <laughs> See, we had a problem with the garage just a few weeks ago. We, um, oh, this is a funny story. So the panel, the lower panel of the garage is bent. So uh-huh. we needed it. We need to replace it. So I called a couple of like, um, garage door people. 
I don't know what to, yeah, <laughs> don't know what to call yeah. them. But they, so uh, only one actually was very helpful. And they said, okay, just uh, take a picture because they needed to get like the exact make and model, whatever it is, and the size. It didn't actually have it. Like the sticker that uh, whoever installed it, the sticker on the garage door didn't have the information, only had the manufacturer's mm -hmm. name. So I measured it and everything, took a picture, sent it to them. Very helpful. Um, came over uh, a few days ago and they installed the panel. And then they installed the panel and then they're like, it's all done. And, you know, I'm inside the garage looking at it. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. And like, okay, good, great. So if you have any problems, whatever, just uh, just let us know. I'm like, cool. All right, bye. <laughs> so closed the garage, left. Later that day, my wife comes home, calls me, starts yelling at me. And she's like, what happened to the garage? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Walk outside. The panel's just like... It's just like a, it's not a different color, but it's like, it's off. Like, it's not the same color. Yeah. Oh so she's like, that does not look good. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I should have <laughs> checked. But, yeah. you know, found out from the garage uh, door company that uh, the, the previous owner of our home basically painted the garage door. That's why oh. the colors don't match. And so he said that... um. All we have to do is just paint over it, basically, yeah. just to match everything. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> story I wanted to share on the side. Normally, I would yeah. share this to Chelsea, but yeah. since no, it's all good. she's not here, I'm sharing yeah. it with you, John. Sorry. I'll be your Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea, don't worry. Yeah. You're still Chelsea, but today I'm Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea, I hope you're feeling better. I hope you're doing okay. I know she's on vacation right now. Um, I'm sure she's doing fine, but yeah, yeah I haven't uh. spoken to her in a while. Uh, maybe we can get her back sometime soon, but uh, yeah. Think about you, Chelsea. Anyway, so let's get back to John. Actually, let me do this so that John can feel better. There hey. you go. Thank you, guys. Hey. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. So let's go back to that conversation about um, sharing it with friends and family. So you've gotten to the point where you're comfortable now. You're yeah. comfortable. And do you actually like talking about what you, what you do to friends and family? Um, I do when I know they actually care. Mm. You know, when they actually are trying to understand, sometimes people would just like want to hear what you're doing or how you're doing and then like try to suggest a ton of things about what you should do with your YouTube channel. You should do this. Let's, you hear, him. Do that. Let's hear him, John. I want to hear these suggestions. Uh, oh, some of them are just like, oh, you should like do this, like start selling merch and like, oh my oh, gosh, I like see. if, yeah, do like a ton of giveaways or whatnot. And then you're just like, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> but then sometimes <laughs> that's cool, when, though, when I actually want, when I feel like it's a conversation that needs to be like addressed, then I explain to them why that doesn't work. So like mm -hmm. giveaways, mm -hmm. I don't really like doing giveaways to random people, encouraging people to share it. I like doing giveaways for just my actual followers. So right, I don't even right. ask people to like share it or anything. Mm -hmm. Just them, like the photo, and then I'll pick from you guys, basically. Oh, that's kind of cool, though, because I, f I feel like the, the suggestions that you mentioned, because when you said suggestions, first thing I the pop in my head are like the su some of the suggestions that I get. You know, it's uh -huh. like, you shouldn't be doing this. You should be doing that. You should be, you know, it's like oh, no, they're there trying are to control. Those. Yeah. Oh, there are those. Okay. Yes, but from what like, you're... Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, you should just focus on architecture. And then some people are like, no, you should like, stop sharing architecture because it's so niche like you should share like other things like 
do day in the lives and like do vlogs. It's like just like, yeah, very. Okay. So I'm not alone in that regard. Yeah. Because yeah, it's funny though, because you would never say that to another parent. I mean, you would, some would, and you just want to clock them in the face when they say (laughs) you should do this to your child. Like, listen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's like me going up to the doctor and say, why are you using that tool? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like, it's, you, you can't do that, right? Like, unless you are also in the same field and unless someone is asking for some recommendations or your expertise, yeah. then yeah, don't, don't do that. But it's funny though, because I thought it was just me. I'm sure it's not just me, but I'm saying, hearing what you were saying earlier kind of made me feel good because these people seem to be like, they just want to support you, right? Yeah. They want you yeah. to grow some more, which is great. Yeah. We all need that. Yeah. So let's talk about support real quick, John. So yes, actually, you, I was thinking of that. Yeah. Yeah. So you are married, and yep. I know for a fact that your wife is very much a big supporter of you, what you do. Yeah. Can you uh, can you she share is. a little bit about that journey? And I know a lot of people who are listening to this podcast are probably thinking, you know, I also want to start my own content creation journey, but I don't have the support. Or some yeah. people have already started, but are complaining or, you know, maybe complaining is too harsh of a word, but they're expressing how yeah. um, they, there is a lack of support. So share your perspective on that topic. Yeah. So when I thought about starting a YouTube channel, she was more like, not really sure what that entails. You know, she was like, mm-hmm. uh okay. I'm like, yeah, I've been thinking about it for years. Like I've always wanted to start one, but I never thought or had an idea what it's going to be about. And so I kind of shared that. And I think it, a lot of it boils down to our side really, because we can't expect our partners, our parents to understand that what content creation is because you are studying it. I assume, right? If you're thinking of starting a YouTube channel, you've been thinking about it, you've talked to people about it, you've watched a ton of YouTube videos how to start, but they didn't. So they don't know the e- economics of how that works, how if it's even viable for you as a career if you want to do that. And so I think it just a lot of, lack of a better word, hand-holding in the beginning, just telling her like every step that I'm doing. And mm-hmm. initially, what's good was other than buying lights and a mic, I didn't really spend on anything because I was reviewing products that I already had. And so I think she was yeah. like, oh, you're not spending money and you made $3 on this video. Nice. <laughs> For yeah. your eight hours yeah. of time. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like just that in the beginning, just showing yeah. her like, hey, I did this and it made me $3 this month. Last month, it did me like $1.50, you know, and just like showing Mm -hmm. her, like sharing her the process and just like how I see each move that I make as a win and how that turns out into not necessarily just profit, but like how that fulfills me. And then she sees that joy in me and just like that, uh, maybe I'm happier at the house, I'm less stressed and all of that. And then I think it naturally comes easier for that person to support you when they see like, oh, this is actually doing the John good. Like this is actually helping him a lot. And so, yeah, she's been very supportive. And like recently I was like, man, I don't really know. Like, I feel like I don't know what to create. 
And then I talked to her about the iPad mini and she was like, yeah, why don't you buy the iPad mini and review it? And I'm like, wait, are you sure? I <laughs> <laughs> was like, it was like, you know, like now she's suggesting things that yeah. I can yeah. review and when before she's probably like, no, don't spend money on that. Like, no, yeah. we don't need it. That's you don't need it. You have so much. Yeah. That's great because um, she's on definitely on your side and she has that, that, uh, that faith in what you're doing in what you do, your capabilities and your yeah. potential. Yeah. And that's great. So it's, um, it's sometimes not the more case than for me. it. Yeah. Sometimes more than you. That's actually really great because yeah. we all need that, right? We all yeah. need that. Um, it's, it's a welcomed, uh, gesture yeah. from anyone, right? It doesn't have to be your spouse or anything. It's just sometimes when you, I, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this, uh, feel like no one's supporting them, but I promise you there are people who support you. They just don't know how to express it yeah. or they have very different ways of expressing it. John and I actually had this conversation a while back and you know, John is uh, John's situation is very, it's wonderful that his wife is fully supporting him in that sense. And I actually, I told John, I said, um, my wife isn't the same way, but don't, don't quote. I mean, <laughs> It's funny because if you isolate that that own, that sound bit, it sounds like I'm I'm yeah, just like throwing her under the next, bus. That's like next week, just all right. Then <laughs> it's outside. Yeah. <laughs> no, my wife is not the same way, in the sense that uh, she will suggest stuff to me. She will say, "Oh, what are you doing?" You know, or or all that stuff. Um, she's more of the. Uh, she won't get in my way. She'll let me do the things that I need to do. So say, for example, like this, this morning, like she, I told her I, I would, I'm going to do a podcast and she just made sure that she's out of the, uh, the, the second floor of the house because her office is right next to mine. And usually she's on the phone. Mm. She's making a lot of noise. So that's her way of supporting me. But I do want to talk about like the whole, um, reasoning right? Like why we need support and why we're looking for support. Um, it can be, it can vary from person to person, but to me personally, it's to try to get me through the hard days. Really, yeah. that's all the support that I need. And yeah. I think John was correct when he said that you shouldn't be relying on that anyway. Did you say that earlier or was that just in my head? Um, like you should be maybe. relying on, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure we can go back to the tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, let us know. It might've been from a, yeah. from a previous conversation that we had, or I don't know if you said it earlier, but basically I think that, um, we shouldn't rely our, like the things that we do based on, um, we, we, we can't depend on what other people say, because like what John said earlier, she's, he said that you're doing the research, you're studying YouTube, you're studying social media because you want to get better at it. You want to succeed. Right? So, you can't expect people to put it who have not put in the same amount of work and energy and time yeah. on that research. You can't expect them to say, yeah, do this. They, they can't be behind you 100%. Not yet. Not in the beginning. Because only you can see that vision. Only you have that vision yeah. and can understand where you want to take yourself, right? So it would be unfair for everyone, for people to say they don't support me, you know, because they're not saying this. They're not saying that. Yeah. Yeah, well, people yeah, just show can't. support different ways. Yeah. Yes. They can definitely support in very different ways. So I just wanted to point that out because if you're listening to this and you're saying, 
Well, that's it. My journey is over because John's wife is super supportive. Mine isn't. <laughs> my, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's not yeah. the case. Because if, yeah. if I were to share you my my all the stuff that I went through, I'm still going through. Yeah. I like I said, like I I would also appreciate any sort of support because it's it's to get me through the hard days. Yeah. But you know what's amazing though, and this this one personally I can attest to this. The fun thing about going through the hard days without support, I'm using air quotes on the word support, is that once you get to those good days, once you have momentum, suddenly you have a bunch of supporters. <laughs> yeah. You have a bunch of supporters that you never knew supported you. And this just proves my point. You know, people are just uh, uncomfortable or a little yeah. afraid to express how they feel. Because they weren't, they're not sure what you're doing. They're not really sure if what you're doing is correct. And obviously, everyone wants to be on the winning side. Yeah. So no one's going to rally behind you if they think you're losing. You know what I mean? But in the beginning, you're not necessarily losing. You're still finding your footing. You're, you're finding your way. And then once you figure things out, then you'll start to see all of those people who would say, who will say, we've always been, you know, I've always supported you and stuff like that. So yeah. keep your head down, keep working, just do you. Right. That's that's what I would say. Just do you and don't mind the don't 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 try not to focus too much on the whole. I, I don't have a support system thingy. Yeah. But um, that's actually what's yeah. good about share. We were talking about earlier about sharing with uh, friends or family. So like I think the very first video I posted, which was like iPad for architects. Um, I shared it after a couple of weeks in my Facebook and that's directly like all personal connections, right? None of that was like social media. And I was like, ah, oh, this is a big step, but I shared it. And I think that's part of the reason why it got a lot of views in the beginning was people were just sharing it. Hey, John is doing this. <clears throat> John is doing this thing. John is doing content creation. And I think that's why Every time you start something, the spike is so high in the beginning is because everyone is just sharing it like in right, the beginning, yeah. especially if you're mm -hmm. just starting out. But what's cool is recently I posted like that I left my job and then shared my recent like home office upgrade and people that I haven't talked to for years and people that I've probably encountered maybe a handful of times shared that post which is like it's just crazy too that once you start sharing your stuff to people family and friends people actually can show support more because if you don't mm -hmm. let them in they won't have an opportunity to share it they wouldn't have an opportunity to support you so it's kind of like a double-edged sword where we're hesitant to share it but at the same time when you share it that's actually when people can show you more support and love and that's yeah. very good that's very good yeah that's I what like i that. yeah recently i was just like wow this person shared this post on his facebook and i've we, we're not really close friends we're just facebook yeah. friends and it was just like mm -hmm. wow yeah and a couple of people that's did really that good. and it was like wow thank you guys yeah so that that's a that's a good point because um a lot of people don't feel comfortable supporting you without anything you know what I mean? Like it's like you're not equip, you're not equipping them with with the proper tools to support you with, right? Yeah. You can't just say 
support me. And then people will search for your stuff and be like, here's my friend, John. You know what I mean? But yes, if you share it with your friends and family, then the likelihood of them resharing it or supporting you out in the open is higher. Yeah. So I actually, that's a I, good tip. Yeah. In, in our videos, right, we, we try to leave a call to action. Like, you know, if you enjoyed this video, please like, share, subscribe. I think that a call to action is even more effective with family and friends because you already know them and they're more likely to just do that. So if you tell them and reinforce it and say, yeah, if you share this video, that would really help me a lot. Push my content to other people out there. Thank you for sharing it. Appreciate you guys thinking bands, things like that. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I think that just makes it like that much more effective. It's actually more effective. Yeah. Yeah. And also just thinking about it right now, like when you ask your friends and family, I think you need to be a little bit more specific than just saying, share my stuff because, you know, let's face it, family and friends, sometimes they just don't care. Right. Yeah. They don't care. But if you give them a, a, a reason behind it, if you give them um, a sense of why you want them to share it, like if you share this, it's going to help me reach more people and it's going to help me reach out to other brands. It's going to help me yeah. grow my channel. It's going to help me um, put food on the table, you know, something more specific. Yeah. Then they can get behind that. Right. They have a reason now to share it other than just I'm just supporting him because he told me to. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. a, so that's one of the things that I think we should consider. Yeah. And that to me, I think that feels a lot less, uh, what's the word? I can't, <laughs> it's not because I feel like I feel sleazy asking mm. pe for people to support yeah. me yeah. without a reason. Right. Like, but if I say something like guys, like I just, you know, published a new video about this and I really want to reach this new, this brand, this is like the stepping stone towards that um direction yeah. so i would really appreciate it if you guys could give it a watch and you know share it and obviously yeah i actually also encourage that i encourage you to um to ask them to watch it yeah right watch my content or your or view not just like it for the sake of liking it right so definitely because you need feedback too yeah. and that's actually a, a nice uh other thing that i'd like to talk to, to you about john so who gives you the most feedback <laughs> your stuff is it the audience just like me yeah the audience for <laughs> sure i love you guys <laughs> um the keyboard warriors <laughs> no. <laughs> no yeah i think before before we jump on that i just want to touch on i think another reason why we want support was mm -hmm. how isolating this job and profession can be yes like unlike in a normal office setting of course you have other people you talk to you when things are not going well, ideally, you can talk to your peers. You have your boss to kind of like help you, direct you in the way. This one, you're on your own. And for the most part, you are responsible for every content that goes in and out and any money that goes in and out. And so, yeah, everything is just on your shoulders. And like, you know, you've heard it so many times. We are more than just a videographer. We can be photographers, scriptwriters, editors, all that stuff. And so... Yeah, I think that's one thing about support and reach out to recently. Like, I felt this even more. Even big creators are isolated. Even like oh, yeah. millions of subscribers, they still feel, feel isolated. And if you reach out to them, 
they're actually more open to sharing what they know and like mm -hmm. just connect with people. So I think we're all kind of in the same journey. Yeah, because uh, that's a, um, a misconception. Like the higher your number, you feel like people, they are surrounded by those actual numbers. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of times it's even the opposite. Because yeah. it's like, just think about it. Like the higher the number a creator has, it's a lot less, it's a lot more intimidating to actually approach them. Yeah. Because people, right? You tend to think that, okay, they're not even going to pay attention to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So imagine that multiplied by how many followers they actually have. So it's like, yeah, the chances of people reaching out yeah. to them are lower, Yeah, I think. So it's even more isolating. Some people like that. Some people don't. But John is correct. It's very lonely. The best way to describe it, really, yeah. it's really lonely. Yeah, and that's why I appreciate my friendship with John. Because um, over the how many months now, like every now and then, I would just like send him a message or text him. I'll be like, hey, um, what are you working on? Or yeah. whatever. Because it's like he said, like it feels like suddenly you have a coworker. Yeah. And that's a, the, the aspect that I miss the most from working at an actual office space. Just being able to chat with people. Yeah, um, me too. So John, yeah, John and I and a couple of other people uh, meet occasionally just to chat about what we're doing, maybe give each other support. Yeah. Because um, it's very important. And that that's actually, again, I've said this before, but that's one of the reasons I wanted to start a podcast and why Chelsea and I started uh, Coffee with Creators because we wanted to be um, that support system for, for creators out there. Yeah. And so if you're listening to this podcast episode this i'm going to use this opportunity for a plug john <laughs> yeah yeah do it do it do it um reach out to us let us know if you want to be on the show if you want to uh um just say hi to just hang out or whatever just reach out to us and you know we'll have you on the show and we'll just chat and it doesn't have to be any specific topic we'll keep it casual yeah so yeah i just wanted to do that little plug john yeah anyway no, I, I think you guys are doing a good job actually and that's the reason why I found, like I said, I was listening to Coffee with Creators before we were friends. And that's mm -hmm. the reason why I listened to it was just the fact that, oh, this, it's like, you know, when you're working and you're hearing your coworkers talk about projects yes. or stuff, it's like that to yeah. me. It's like oh, I'm hearing Chelsea and Michael and a guest or whatever talk about a project that I can relate to, that I can associate myself with. And it was just like, a good kind of background noise in a way. Yes. Yes. And we are completely fine being background noises <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> no, it's like, you no. know, it's so brainless uh -huh. is, is the thing. It's like, it just blends in. You, you don't feel like you have to focus so, so much to get mm -hmm. value out of it. And that's yeah. what I like about it. It's easy listening. It's casual. Yeah. I think, hopefully. Yeah. Good. Yeah, definitely. Because, uh, you know, as, to say that, by the way. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll send you the check, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, when we first started, we were so value-focused. Obviously, we never hit those numbers because we're like, we want to bring value for every episode. But I, then I realized that there's a disconnect somehow. Some people just want to hear people talk. Some people just want to be able to relate some people just want to, uh, to exp you know, to when when you're ex when I'm expressing, for example, my frustrations, you know, for the stuff that I'm doing. Um, some people out there are listening and they feel the same way, but they just didn't know 
that other people are actually going through the same thing. And just by hearing that, by hearing other people's woes, kind of is uh, um, uplifting in a way. Yeah. So we definitely want to be that community. You just, you know, your soundboard, basically. Yeah, complain to us. You know, let's 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 celebrate your wins and let's um let's uh, think about your um all these little whatever challenges that you might have and maybe we can we can work through it together, right? So that's uh that's the hope because definitely when when I first started my Instagram journey, nowhere. I, I tried looking. I tried actively looking for people that can be my support. I didn't have any. I couldn't yeah. find anyone. So it's a very lonely game. But now yeah. hopefully, hopefully we can keep this community growing. But um, yeah, so thank you, John. Thank you for, for finding us. Yeah. And thank you for oh, using yeah. us as background noise. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea's voice is more... No, I'm just kidding. I know, oh, Chelsea. Come yeah, back, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea, we miss you. Uh, Chelsea, help us. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we were talking about earlier, we were talking about... Um, Feedback. Uh, what did I say? Feedback, like who? Feedback, that's it. So, yeah. in in terms of feedback, do you who do you get your feedback feedback from? Um, my wife is also the top one, but of course, there's a little bit of not necessarily bias, but of course, like she's more graceful, and like mm -hmm. uh, she gives me yeah, she gives me more grace when it comes to like oh, I missed this part, or I did I should have done this shot better. Um, I've been asking, well, you and another guy in our group, Shangran, uh, mm -hmm. a little bit about, like, you know, what to do with the video ideas and whatnot. But I, I typically try to read and respond to each comment. But, okay. yeah, sometimes the comments there are not very constructive. Well, like, I hate your face. What do you mean sometimes? Thing. Is this just me yeah. that's all the time? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying because some people actually leave, like, constructive comments. And I'm like, oh, I, yes. can, I, can, mm -hmm. I can, like, agree with that. And I see where you're coming from. But this is my style. And this is what I want. And so yes. this is what I'm doing. Yeah, but I understand why you don't like it. Like, somebody commented on my uh, Embody Herman Miller chair. It's like, am I the only one who sees this as ugly? It doesn't match, like, John's sophisticated, like, office, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, actually, I can't agree with that. Like, I think yes. there are better chairs that fit my office, but mm -hmm. the comfort of it is just like second to none. And mostly when I'm sitting on it, you guys don't even see the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm like, standing right now. You don't even see any of my chairs. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, some of them are really constructive like that. I'm like, yeah, I, I agree. And okay. so it just challenges me too sometimes. There are good comments out there. I don't want to discourage anybody and feel like, all you get is hate. Actually, I feel like I get more recently, recently, I get more love mm -hmm. than hate. Oh, that's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, good. Yeah. We need more of those. Yeah. Bring the hate to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, actually, no. I'm just kidding. I yeah. had too much already. <laughs> yeah. I have way too much already. Comments, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Michael is like the nicest guy, too, <laughs> that I've met in this content creation journey, and he gets the most hate out of everyone I know. Well, it's, 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 I'm just trying to reach or I'm just trying to increase my engagement. That's all. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. So that's actually <laughs> Michael's marketing plan. It publicity is. Stunt. It's like, oh, so well, how can I trigger people? Yeah. So to, to all the haters out there, I know you're listening to this. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah. seriously, that, that was just a joke, but seriously, um, 
it, you know, listening to feedback is one of the most important things because that will help us determine, um, like help us plan our direction, like yeah. where you want to go, where you want to take it. So I think everyone who starts their content creation journey has a big goal in mind and it can be a, 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 a petty goal, right? Like it can be like, I just want free stuff. I just want a hundred thousand followers or something like that. Um, that's not a petty goal, actually. That's a pretty good yeah, goal. That's a having good goal. hundred thousand followers, but yeah, that's yeah, a big goal. <laughs> but my point is, we all have goals, and what it really is is when you start your journey, you're going to be figuring things out. There's no one one uh, trick that we can we can all use. There's a bunch of little tips that we can all implement, but there's no one path because every journey is so different. And so it's important for us to listen to feedback because that's the only way that we can align our goal with, okay, so think of feedback as basically you're following a path, right? Your path is your, your main goal. Like the, you see the goal and you're just following this path. And sometimes we stray, sometimes we step off like to the side, the feedback that we get we should use that feedback as basically like little bumpers on the side, basically telling you to get back on the path, right? Mm. So take the feedback that will take you back on to the path. But for the rest of them, for all the trolls, um, don't mind them because they'll never go away. Yeah. You know, if you can have fun with them because that does increase engagement. Yeah. So that's my, you know, honestly, that's my tip. So, uh, but that's my style. That's my yeah. style of doing. Some people just turn off the comments or some people just block them. That's okay. That's also a good tactic, right? We're all different. But um, we listen to feedback because that's really important. And we should never, we should always have that, that, that sense of like uh, uh, basically that desire to learn and to, to be able to, you have to be coachable is what I'm trying to get at. Because mm. if you can't be coachable, then it's going to be a lot lonelier during your journey. Yeah. It's going to be a lot tougher mentally emotionally and even physically if we don't know how to listen to feedback yeah and um yeah i mean i don't know if you don't want to add anything else on that no topic, i agree John. like and i think sometimes you know like i think it's good to turn it off sometimes when you if you feel like you can't handle the comments yes that's totally the, okay it too. can yeah. be like very personal sometimes and you're just like oh my gosh just very very triggered because people will find ways to spin whatever it is that you're saying or whatever it is you're suggesting just so they can fit this narrative of like, oh yeah, you're, you're not a good reviewer or whatever because you didn't do mm -hmm. this, that. But at the same mm -hmm. time, you can also spin that and think about it in a good way of like, maybe there is some truth to it, but yeah, sometimes deleting it is good. But like Michael, I, I also like responding. It makes me mm -hmm. feel like, you know, I'm teaching them at least like, okay, you can't just do this to everybody. Because yeah. I know I'm yeah. not the only person they're doing it to. And it's like, mm -hmm. here's here's the truth and take whatever you can it, from it. It's mostly, I think from that perspective, it's mostly about showing other people who are reading the comments that this person is just being silly, right? So it's like someone says, you know, I hate that keyboard. And I'm like, okay, it's not for you. That's fine. Yeah, It doesn't have... Mr. So-and-so's name on it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's fine. And that's the thing. Like, you have to be fine with that. Um, actually, John, before we get into, like, the whole 
this whole topic, I want to talk about this recent video that you just um, published. Uh -huh. You mentioned the home office and your wife was giving you feedback. Yeah. I understand this was a very big project for you and you worked oh, um, yeah. really hard on this. And I know you, I know this for a fact. <laughs> you're like so frustrated to get this done. Yeah. And you're like thinking about every single thing about this video. So yeah. let's talk about that home office redesign video that you just did. What was the inspiration for that? I see, uh, the, I see it in your background right now. Yeah. So the inspiration was basically just, I left my job and, you know, typically when you leave your job, there's a change in your physical environment. Like you leave the office physically and it's such a, an empowering and freeing thing to, especially if you've been wanting to leave, right? Whether it's toxic or not. Like if you want to leave, leaving your job physically, that's just freeing and empowering. And so I didn't have that. When I left, it actually was so like anticlimactic because I've been wanting to leave for about two years. And then last year, I've been working in this home office for, you know, for the uh, about a year and a half. I've been working in this space. So it's the same space, but now I have a different job, quote unquote, different job because I'm still in architecture. But mm -hmm. now I'm also I'm calling myself yep. also a full time content creation. You just uh, have creator. a new hat that you wear at the same time. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I need to change things up so that I can change my mindset, too. And uh, so I was like, oh, I need to redesign the office. Actually, what's sad kind of was I was really happy with the space that I had. Mm -hmm. But I just know myself and I've already built habits using that space. And I was like, you know, one of the best ways to disrupt bad habits is to just change things up where you do those bad habits, air quotes. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to rede redesign the space. And yeah, like what you said, planned. It took me like <laughs> maybe two or three schemes, um, more like yeah. times 30 or something. I think yeah, I think it was like five <laughs> at the minimum. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like 20. I had 20 what schemes 20? for this office space. I was so indecisive because I was like, I, it had to be better. And that was because mm -hmm. of I want it to be good for the video. Yeah. There was that struggle of like, I want it to be good for the video, good enough to create a video on, but at the same time, I want it to be functional. Yes. Which was good actually because you still, it really You still see me. clients, right? Yeah. yeah, you, see, yeah. you still see clients face to face. Okay. Yeah. So I meet with clients. I shoot my videos here, um, you know, product photography here. Um, I have future projects that I want to do in this space. And so I was like, I want to accommodate all of that. But it was good because it this scheme wasn't a part of the original 20 or whatever, however much it was. Yeah, I remember that because it's like last minute, you're like, I'm going to change it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, John. <laughs> I sent Michael a picture and he was like, oh, I like it. I'm like, and then I texted him. Actually, I didn't go with the same scheme that I showed you last time. <laughs> and no, it was challenging, but it was, I, I'm really happy right now. Like, I feel like I'm actually productive. And it fits the season that I'm in. Like, that's the best way I could say it. I had a better desk set up before, but mm -hmm. now I feel like I have a better home office. Uh, it's a good, yeah, it's a good, um, that's definitely a good way to describe it. Yeah. A better home office, because before it was just a desk. It's kind of like how I feel about my space. Started mm -hmm. off with just a desk. And yeah. like you, I wanted it to be. More, more, mine was more emotional in the sense that I just wanted to be inspired because it mm. started with, it really just started with my iMac. I liked looking at my iMac. I had nothing around yeah. it. 
and I had a big desk. I'm like, oh, I'm, let me put this in. Let me put this there. And then I found myself because back then I was working with clients from the East Coast. So I was up as early as four o'clock in the morning. And so the first thing I do or I did was I make coffee, go, you know, head into my office and sit down. And I needed to be inspired for me mm. to get into that working mindset. Yeah. And then it just evolved into something like this. But um, so going back to your office redesign, John, are you... I love the way it looks, especially the colors that you chose. It's very different from what I usually see. Mm. I know like the dark theme is kind of like um, popular right now. Yeah. But John really stuck with his uh, dark green, yeah. dark green like uh, motive and, and wood accents, right? The walnut finish. Yeah. looks really, really good. Was this, uh, was this part of like your, your overall plan or was this scheme number... 342 or something. <laughs> I actually was going to go lighter on paint, on, on mm. the paint of the walls. I was going to do it more like, you know, the same white, light gray wall that I have here, if you guys are watching on the video. Um, but because I like how I look, the contrast of my skin with just the white walls. That's basically my reason. But I started painting it light. I put actually a couple of lighter greens and then a, this light wall. And I'm like, it just doesn't feel right. It felt like the edge of the space was lost because I did mm, like the dark walls, but I was like, I wanted to make a splash and actually change things up. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, okay, then I'm doing that for the viewers more than for myself. And so finding that balance was important. And so mm -hmm. I was like, huh, maybe I can change the tone at least that will be enough for me. So I changed it to dark right. green from like a dark blue, which was big mm -hmm. because I, I actually look at it and I'm like, wow, this green wall is beautiful. Right now, you can't really tell. I don't have lights on. I it, can tell from my screen. Yeah, it looks really good. I've seen pictures too. Yeah. So I actually know where John lives now. I've, I've <laughs> seen all of his layouts. I, I'm like, yeah. John, I can literally just like go to your house and know every access point. <laughs> yeah. Because you've shown me so many. But what That's Michael forgets is um, I bought his slider one time. And he has his address right. on there too, so he knows where I live. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 on equal footing here. <laughs> yeah, okay, no. I'll stop threatening you now. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so now that you, what's that? What ahead. were you saying? No, I was just like, yeah. So it kind of evolved too. I mean, I was trying to do something more drastic, but I had to stay true to what I like more than just the video. Even though some okay. people, I did, I actually was expecting a lot more people to say I like how it was before mm -hmm. more than how you have it now which was i was like ready for seeing but mm -hmm. i only got one comment saying that so far okay well that's great because actually i was going to say that i was going to say that what i love about this is because obviously the desk setup the home office thing is kind of like the thing in youtube right now at least for in our space right yeah. like it's an it's a content that everyone can make and everyone wants to share and a lot of people you know, share their spaces and for personal reasons. But the problem is when people watch so many of these videos, they always have this preconceived notion of how a space should be. They yeah. forget that a space should always cater to you who is actually using it, right? Who lives in it? Who exactly. cares what people think or say about your space? They're not here, right? So I'm glad that you're what you've found so far is that people are like, Oh yeah, that's great, and I think mainly that's because John wasn't was is not shy to share about why why he moved things, why he did things in a certain way because he he always goes back to this whole it's for me. I'm being yeah. genuine. This is my life, and I think that's very important, and it's one of the most important things I think um, 
in social media is to be as authentic. You know what I mean? Like it's nice yeah. to say, I painted though. I put a bunch of screens on my wall. I'm like, that's cool. But do you really use it or is it just for show? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So that's when you start to feel like, oh, I feel like an imposter here, but John, I think has stayed true to who he is and what he does. And you'll definitely see that in the feedback that he gets from his audience. So that's yeah. great, John. So it's still in line with what you usually do, which is architecture. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I kind of, oh, I mean, my space is like 10 foot four by 11 foot nine. So it's like, how many times can I redesign this? And I know that I feel like right now, this setup right here is going to be how it's going to be for a little while. Mm -hmm. And so this has been like super fun doing desk setups, but I know I have to transition off of that or start helping other people out. And one of the mm -hmm. things I found that I want to do that is I've, I'm working on this video and it kind of goes in line with what you were saying. Like, I don't want to come off as like an expert, although I am an architect, you know, but I just want to <laughs> share my process and I want to share how I design spaces. And so yes. the next thing that I was going to do is a video on how this came about. Why is it designed this way? Why wasn't it scheme one? Why wasn't it scheme two, three, four, five, up to 20, right? So I was just wanting to do a breakdown of that and share tips and tools on how you can get an optimized home office design, not necessarily a desk setup, but home office design. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, and my, my premise of that was I was scared, too, to do that video because I'm like, wow, everyone's going to look at this. You're a professional and you have to be on point with everything. But I was yeah. just like at the very beginning of this video, I'm basically just saying, hey, this is how I approach when I design something. Architects, yes. it's a very personal and creative process, and that can vary from person to person. This is how I do mine. And mm -hmm. hopefully you can get something from it. So it's yeah, that that's same great. approach. Yeah, yeah, that's great because now your brand is just John Imperial, right? Like yeah. this is something that John would like. This is something that John would do. So it's not like this is what an architect would do. Yeah. I mean, I've always said this as well, like um, for graphic design, because I'm traditionally I'm a graphic designer. Basically, that's my yeah. day job. I'm not the best graphic designer, but I approach things in very different ways. And I think one of the things that um, I've leaned into very heavily is that recognizing that I'm not the best at what I do. Right. Mm. Like I'm not the best at photography. I'm not the best at graphic design. I'm not the best at podcasting by far. <laughs> so <laughs> not the best at all especially YouTube. However, I do all of these things my way, a certain yeah. way, a certain style, a certain, just that Michael style. And that is my strongest uh, trait is that I'm able to infuse my style into these things. And that resonates with some people. It resonates. It doesn't resonate with some with others. And that's okay. But at least I can be comfortable in sharing it and say, I like this because I like it. You know, I don't like this because I don't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty much it. There's no, we don't have to dive into like the whole philosophical, whatever it is, the mumbo jumbo that people think about, or even just earlier, actually, they're like, uh, I don't like the keyboard. The key, the, the keys are too small. Mm. I'm like, how, do I, how am I supposed to respond to that? Okay. Do you yeah. have humongous fingers? Because I don't. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, people are just like that. But um, 
So John, what's next for your journey? Since um, I know you're still starting off and I know you've gotten a lot of like really good traction lately in the last few months. Yeah. And I can see your channel growing like really fast too. You've started working with brands and, you know, you and I talk about this a lot, but um, aside from just helping other people, what's next? Can we expect more architectural stuff like inspiration, um, tutorials? What are you thinking? Um, so um, we haven't said it here yet, but yeah, I'm starting my own architecture firm. So oh. I mm -hmm. am actually trying to share a little bit of that process and just like what it's actually like being an architect and a content creator and just trying to figure out how much to share because I don't want it to be just architecture focused. I want it to be as John focused as possible. And I am an architect and I feel like I should share that in the channel. So that'll be a natural mm -hmm. thing that I'll be posting on there, you know, uh, thinking about like some day in the life videos, which was a plan back in 2020, but, you know, nobody was meeting. No one was doing like in-person meetings. I don't want to record Zoom meetings and share that. But yeah, so that's happening. Yeah. Um, a part of my architecture business, I'm trying to double down on YouTube. Like I've, I really enjoy this whole process of video creating, scripting, taking pictures and all of that. So that's going to be something too that um, I'm going to be focusing on. And tech, of course, is always a part of the channel. I love tech. Like my wife says, okay. I have too much tech stuff. So <laughs> that's going to be happening. And uh, yeah, I think what's next is just, I think I'm just going to be more free now to, to share really. Because I felt like I haven't, I couldn't share architecture in my channel because I was in this limbo of like, I don't, I want to leave. So I don't, wh why am I going to share this part of it right now? Which actually could mm -hmm. have been a good video. But sometimes once that veil is gone, then now you can share more about that because you're yeah. through it. Sometimes it's easier to talk about it after it's done than when you're going through it. And Correct. so, yeah, just a lot of that right now. And the biggest thing that I'm excited for is that breakdown of this office space because I really was thinking about, like, why do people watch this home office videos or desk videos? It's because they aspire to have something similar. Mm -hmm. So I was like, how can I help them get there one way or another? Even if it's just in a simple video other than just, hey, buy this. Oh, you see this in my video? It looks nice, right? So if you buy something similar, you'll get it. I just want to give mm -hmm. a little bit more reasoning. And I'm super excited with that because it's a clash of all of the things I love. Again, just like everyday life, architecture, design, and then, of course, tech. There's going to be some tech aspects to it because, you know, it's part of your you home can't office. have enough of tech yeah yeah <laughs> so. i'm gonna put the pressure on you john yeah can we expect a podcast uh, <laughs> okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so john, that's gonna be john started sweating <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah no um so that is also in the works uh, we'll announce that more in um a couple of weeks John looks so. so uncomfortable. Yeah. He's like, shuffle along, hurry yeah, up, yeah. let's move on to the next topic. Yeah, no, no, no. I've been thinking about doing a podcast, and it's been uh, something I've wanted to do for a while just because I love conversing. I love talking to people, and I've talked to Michael about podcasting, hence why he's pressuring me so much. Yeah, <laughs> no, so pressuring John. it is coming. Wait for the announcement. I'll post it on my socials for sure. Okay. And yeah, it's happening. 
All right, I was going to spoil some more, but then things, you know, John, he could, it, this podcast could be like iteration number 48. No, 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 point, no, no, no. So. It's, it's, it's actually like, it's, we're right there. We're right there. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, I'll let John announce what it yeah. is that he plans <laughs> to do, because that's exciting. And I hope, yeah. I hope, I really hope you start, you start your podcast, because yeah. it's, uh, I think it's an interesting concept, and I yeah. think a lot of people would love to listen yeah. to that type of content. What so, were you yeah. going to spoil? Go ahead, spoil it. Oh, I was just going to spoil the whole like theme of it, like what oh, you were going to do. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll, I'll share it. I don't mind sharing it. Okay. Let's say it okay. real quick. Um, so basically I'm, I'm thinking about starting a podcast called uh, figuring it out. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. calling it the figuring it out or the figuring it out podcast or just figuring it out, but it's that one of those two. And the whole premise is like, we have all figured out something or we are all figuring something out. And I just want to be able to create a time and a space wherein we can talk about those victories, small mm-hmm. victories it may be, but even like big victories or even things that we are still trying to figure out. And I want to create a space where we can talk about that, bring in guests when they can share about, hey, like what are you figuring out right now kind of thing. And yeah. I feel like that's let's give them an example, John. So, for example, actually, no, just give give us an example of what like what an episode would be like figuring something what out. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be as simple as, you know, like, how do I figure out where to go for college? What do I want to do for college? That's actually a heavy topic. But, Mm -hmm. you know, or like as simple as so that's not as simple as that. That that one's a heavy one. But. It could be as simple as how I figured out that I wanted to start a, pod- a podcast. How do mm-hmm. I start a YouTube channel? How I figured out that. And so, like for me, the biggest thing, and it could, it's probably going to be the pilot episode, is just like how I embraced or how I, how I figured out that I was a multi-passion person and how I am embracing that. You're right. Yeah. So from what I gather from yeah. what you are planning to do, it's not a how to podcast. Yeah, no, it's more on sharing perspective so that you can make better decisions based on experiences that are from different people. And so John doesn't it's not just John who's going to talk. Oh, definitely. All, no. Right. <laughs> I all the podcasts. Yeah. It's, yeah, he'll have different guests and you know, people from all walks of life and people from different, ex- you know, with different experiences, different fields. And it can yeah. be as mundane as like, how did I figure out how to do the laundry? Maybe, maybe not like that, but yeah, you know what I mean? Laundry, something yeah. simple. Yeah. And something more yeah. philosophical, it's, maybe. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be guest driven because I want it to mm-hmm. be authentic. So whatever they feel like they want to impart or they're like really struggling with, that's mm-hmm. very welcome. Whether you figured it out or you're not. And the whole premise of it is the more I get older, the more I meet people, small creators, big creators, like teenagers, adults, young people, like very like, you know, past in their 60s. I feel like we're still all just figuring it out. Yes, that's very true. Okay, how can I learn from the things that you're figuring out and how can I maybe help you in the things that you're figuring out if it's applicable, you know? Right. Now, so ladies and gentlemen, you now understand why I'm excited for this podcast and why (laughs) I want John to start this. Cause I definitely want, it's one of those things that I definitely want to hear from people. Like, how did you figure out it's, 
it's it's a, it's more than just how do you become a coder, for example. Yeah. First of all, how did yeah. you figure out that that's what you wanted to do, or how did yeah. you find a school? How did you find you know like, it's a little bit more um, specific. I, no, not specific. I don't know if it's specific, but it's it's not the the conventional topic that you. Yeah, I think there's a lot people of people cover and talk about. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of reasoning behind it. Yeah, definitely personality and experience. So. I'm excited. I really hope you start it, John, and um, let the audience know. Sorry, there's a plane passing by. I mean, (laughs) I swear to God, today was just like such a challenging day this morning. All the transportations are (laughs) passing by Michael's house. (laughs) I actually live under a bridge. (laughs) Because there's the garbage truck, the the garage door opener, and now there's a plane. Everything's just like passing by. I'm just waiting for a tank to pass by next. So one thing I want to add to that, Michael, was just like, I want to bring different voices because I feel like people are more receptive to a certain type of voice. And the Mm -hmm. more diverse people I bring, the more diverse voices I give a platform to, the more value that can give to people. And that's basically the, Mm -hmm. the whole thing about the show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be you figured out something. Just just come on because okay. th- yeah. you'll say something and you'll impart something that somebody probably hasn't unlocked yet, air quotes. I get that. I completely yeah. get what you're saying. And that yeah. can be an- another topic. Yeah. Uh, it's about like sharing advice or, or whatever or listening to advice. It's it's co- it's very interesting because that's yeah. one of the things I also also realized later on in life. But um. Let's uh let's talk about that on a on For a different sure. episode because I th- I feel like we're going to really <laughs> dive deep into that. Um, this I always say this to every guest. Um, Chelsea usually does, but she's not here. But you know, you're more than welcome to be a part of this podcast. Again, thank you for being a part of this community for for all for the friendship for all the support, and um, yeah, the doors are always open. So we just have to find a time, and y- we'd love to have you back on the Coffee with Creators podcast. Yeah, but no, before we Michael. end. Th- of course. Uh, before we end this, can you share with the ladies and gentlemen where they can find you? Yeah. So you guys can find me over on YouTube. It's just John Imperial, J-O-N-I-M-P-E-R-I-A-L, like Imperial March for Star Wars or Imperial Army mm, for like oh, Mulan or something. I wish I... Uh, uh, Imperial Butter. <laughs> <laughs> and um, same thing for um, Instagram, at John Imperial. And right. yeah, if you are Filipino or are interested in my life with my wife, just... Check out our YouTube channel as well, John and Emily. Joanne and Emily. Oh yeah, that's your vlog, right? That's it's more yeah, of a it's vlog. like more Is vlog. Okay, challenges, things like that. Okay, cute okay. and cheesy stuff, you know. Cute and cheesy. <laughs> yeah, it can be right. cheesy. <laughs> so I have a couple of things I actually wanted to share before I end this podcast. And first of all, is that we are now um, sharing this uh, this podcast on YouTube. So please do check us out on YouTube. It is coffee. Oh crap! I see. I'm not ready for this stuff. But anyway, you can find it. Just just Google or just search on YouTube "Coffee with Creators" podcast, and it should pop up. Because uh, we want to be more visible. It's very different when people can see body it language. It is coffee with creators podcast. There you go. See, thank you, John. <laughs> and I got you. I got you. I actually wanted to read a message that I received just recently. So hey, look at this. We got our own mail. It's been a while since I actually did this. So, um, someone on Instagram sent me this message, and I'm just gonna read this uh, very quickly. This message came from Richard, and he said, "Let's see, 
Okay, even start. Okay. Your last two podcasts with This Is E and Brady has led me to send this DM to you. Love the content and design work that you do. And lots of thanks to you and Chelsea for setting up this Coffee with Creators podcast. I haven't, I've learned so much from the podcast and your thinking in your creative, uh, creative style. Uh, you have invited two wonderful creators in the last two podcasts. Their experience and perspective are amazing. I have a humble tech channel and a really small one and have been enjoying the video creations productions uh, on my channel for just over a year. So it's, um, I just wanted to say thank you for uh, sending that, that message. That message actually goes a little bit longer, but um, I didn't want to share everything that he, he said because obviously... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thank you for, for sending that feedback and that very heartfelt message. Uh, I encourage you guys to send me and Chelsea a message on the Coffee Creators Instagram account, which is coffeewcreators on Instagram, or just email us at coffeewithcreatorspodcast at gmail.com. I'm sorry, that's a long email address, but I couldn't find anything else. And um, as always, you know, don't forget to... Um, Share us with your friends and family and your pets, your neighbors, I always say. And definitely leave us some feedback because that does help us um, get better and grow. And so I think that's pretty much it. So if you want to be a part of the show, again, please reach out. Just let us know and we'll schedule you right in. So, John, thank you again for being here. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And I'll just see you around uh, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, thanks again. All right. Well, thank you for listening to The Coffee Creators. This is uh, Michael, and uh, Chelsea's not here, but she's on vacation. We miss you, Chelsea. See you guys again next week. Bye.